Hello and welcome to Democracy. I'm Janie. And I'm Harriet and we are two uni students studying sociology and politics. Uh, in this podcast we're basically hoping to discuss like politics, pop culture and society in general um, but with a particular emphasis on feminist theory. Yeah, so we kind of intended to make this to make politics and news more accessible and interesting to young audiences without like dumbing it down and condensing it into short form content. Um, so, and also, by the way, this was almost called globalization. <laughs> so, um, this is our first episode where we will introduce ourselves and you'll get to know us a bit more. Um, so basically, we're going to start each episode with a weekly report. Um, which is what we've been reading, eating, playing, obsessing, recommending and treating ourselves to over the week. Um, And we're also going to give kind of news headlines from the week so we can all stay up to date. Brilliant. So my reading this week has been The Dawn of Everything, which is a really brilliant book. And it's kind of like an alternative vision of society looking at the beginning of civilization from a collectivist perspective. So it's by like one of my favourite writers, David... Graeber and it kind of looks at like Native Americans and these ancient tribes it's really interesting so yeah Uh, my reading this week is something very different Um, an interpretation of murder by Jed Rubenfeld I love a good murder mystery Um, and there is basically like um, a series of murders that take place but it's also set in 1909 Mm -hmm. which is when like Freud and his kind of um, psychology and like um, use of psychoanalysis was popular um, so one of the like victims actually survived, um, but she's forgotten what happened to her. Mm-hmm. So the psychologists are kind of trying to use psychoanalysis to get her to remember. Um, and it's just a very in- interesting like concept to like really? merge kind of like psychology and like the murder mystery as well so I'm really enjoying that that sounds very cool uh, my eating this week was patatas brava oh patatas brava <laughs> um, I saw a photo it looked very no, good it's an absolute delicacy and it's actually way easier than I thought to make and I gained approval from my lovely Spanish flatmate which meant everything to me so yeah they were really delicious definitely recommend patatas bravas <laughs> <laughs> mine is actually not too different both um, kind of fried potatoes um, but I have been enjoying cheese Easy chips. Yummy. I know. I did. I went out with my friends the other night and like afterwards we came back and got some cheesy chips. It was they were very, very tasty. It's our staple night out for Yeah. You, honestly. <laughs> um so yeah, definitely been enjoying that. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, so my playing was uh, this little box that mum got me and it's like uh, 30 days of creativity so every day you get a new challenge or thing to do that's like a creative task oh that's such a good idea so my first one was like um, rewrite a childhood memory in the form of like a short story and so it's just like a really wonderful thing that like I don't know makes me do creative and fun fun things so yeah Yeah. (laughs) no that's definitely like like, especially at uni when you're doing so much reading and Mm. stuff it's nice to have like a little break yeah it's such like a special gift as well so Mm -hmm. yeah thanks (laughs) mum um my playing this week has actually been running um since i've come back to uni it's been very nice because we've got like a big park quite near us Mm -hmm. um and it's really nice to run through when the weather's nice yeah um when it's not pouring with rain um then it's it's really nice to run through and it's also surrounded by some like nice buildings so i've been quite enjoying i've been enjoying going back to that now um it's a nice yeah it's a nice bit of scenery yep (laughs) love it my obsessing is um, Succession, which is a fantastic TV show. It's been my obsession for a long time, but I'd calmed down about it. But since the Golden Globes, where they had four wins, 
by the way. Um, I'm back on my obsession. It's like a really great show. It's an excellent comedy, but also like a, a beautiful drama that discusses like family dynamics and kind of like generational trauma. So really recommend Succession. It's brilliant. I haven't actually watched it. You I should definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, my obsessing this week is The Last Dinner Party. Um, I know they obviously just supported Hosier mm-hmm. in concert, which you did go to see. Yes. And I'm not at all jealous of. Um, but I feel like since then they've like really like grown in popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, uh, they've only got a few songs on um, that have been released at the moment. So I'm just kind of obsessing over these few. Yeah. Um, but definitely if you haven't listened to them yet, I really, really recommend it. Yeah, they're going um, on tour as well soon, which is so yeah. tempting. <laughs> yeah, they're brilliant. Um, my recommending is scrapbooking. I'm really on a creative vein this week, but um, I ordered new pictures and I was kind of going through them and I was realising how much we like don't reflect on digital pictures, whereas scrapbooking really forces you to like think through all your like memories and add little stickers and fun things. And it's such like a nice task and I really enjoy it. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that is very nice. You're being very creative this week. Honestly, yeah. Um, my recommending is another book, to be honest, mm. uh, one that I just finished reading, um, called The Mad Woman's Ball by Victoria Mass. Very um, and it's basically set in 1800s. 18- yes, <laughs> set in the 1800s. Um, and it's um, set in a women's psychiatric hospital. Um, so it's really interesting to see, kind of like, read the stories of kind of the people that have ended up there because it's very much um, reflecting like the power dynamic between mm-hmm. men and women in society and kind yeah. of um, which kind of women were viewed as like crazy yeah. um, when in fact they weren't. Mm-hmm. But another thing that's really interesting in the book is one of the characters can actually see ghosts Mm -hmm. um and so it kind of raises all these questions of like like do they exist like all this like supernatural kind of element to it as well which is actually really interesting um so and it's not a very um long book it's Mm -hmm. quite a short read um so if you want to check that out then i do recommend it (laughs) (laughs) sounds brilliant um, and then finally, treating. Uh, my treat has been like a coffee out um, at least once a week, which is kind of bad, but I love it. I literally had a mocha from heaven the other day. I think I gave you a sip of it. It was delicious. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but I feel like it's such a good way to study is being in a coffee shop. It gives me like the motivation to get through my work. And we're blessed with like so many nice independent coffee shops here. So yeah, yeah, I'd like to take advantage of it. <laughs> Um, my cheating this week is watching films Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like people don't really do it that often because it feels like such a big commitment yeah Um, like I don't know because it's like a film will be like an hour and a half and Mm -hmm. then like um like series episodes will be like half an hour and you'll watch three in a row and it's like the same but it doesn't feel like the same um but definitely I think it's just a really nice way to like at the end of the day like um just kind of like detach yourself from like work and everything that's been going on um and even like obviously you can watch them like with friends you can watch it by yourself just a way to kind of like escape into a different world for a little bit and I've actually I've never really been a film person so Mm. I've actually started it and been really enjoying it yeah absolutely love films yes um anyways now we'll move on to the news news events of this week um so the first well the what I wanted to um bring up would be this year's Golden Globes mm. um, and Joe Coy and his what jokes <laughs> in, in inverted commas about um, Barbie and Oppenheimer yeah. um, and Taylor Swift mm-hmm. um, and yeah just kind of proving the whole point 
of the film. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also another thing that was quite interesting is the Critics' Choice Awards and I'm Just Ken winning Song of the Year over what was it? What was I what made was for? And Dance yeah. the Night. Um, yeah. So just awards shows at the minute mm-hmm. are a little interesting bit place. Yeah, yeah, an interesting place to be. But yeah, that's my yeah, news yeah. of the week. It was um, really sad watching Greta Gerwig and Margot just like sigh and watching yeah. like art about women's experiences being undermined constantly, especially like in an industry where I think it's only three female directors have ever won Oscars. So it's like yeah. it must be so frustrating, and it's oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, um, my news is of a different vein um talking about how this week we saw the uh missile strikes against the houthis in yemen yeah um and i wanted to kind of explain why this happened because a lot of people don't understand what caused it so essentially without consulting parliament uh rishi and the u.s have sent these missiles against the houthis and who they are is a military and political organization in yemen and the reason that they've sent these is because of the Houthis have been attacking commercial ships affiliated with Israel in protest of the war in Gaza. Um, and so this kind of was an, again, I guess a deterrent attack. Um, and the US says it's ex- executed deliberate strikes on over 60 targets at 16 Iranian-backed Houthi militant locations. But the Houthis are saying that they're not deterred by the attacks. But the US do suggest that they've really damaged the rebel group's military capability. So that is why that has been happening. Um, the second thing is that we've actually also witnessed the South Africa's case against Israel of genocide, which saw p- uh, politicians like Corbyn assisting this case, um, which I thought was kind of brilliant to see happen, where they're acknowledging the death scale, and Oxfam, Oxfam has declared that the daily death rate is higher than any other 21st century conflict. So I guess it's just nice to see somebody acknowledging this scale of violence when our own Prime Minister and Labour Party leader cannot do so. Um, so yeah and also me and Janie kind of didn't want to just mention this conflict and then move on from it we were going to put in the description links for you to read and understand this long historical conflict and why it's occurred and what's happening and also like resources to donate or vote for things if you want to so yeah yeah, yeah. definitely that's very important and I think there's so much like um, you see like loads of like individual news stories mm-hmm. but I guess unless you know kind of like the history, unless you've like explained it yeah. like you just have now, like it's so hard to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, get all the knowledge um, yeah. and kind of just actually understand what's what's happening. Yeah, you see TikToks um, like the war in Gaza explained in 15 minutes, yeah. in 15 seconds even. And it's like, it's such a long, yeah. deep conflict that you have to read about it and understand it. And it's, I think, our duty to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what um, I'd say on that. Definitely. Yeah, and very yeah. important. Now we're gonna move on to interviewing each other so that you guys can get to know us a bit. Yeah, and we can get to know each other a yeah. bit better. <laughs> exactly. Um so would you like to go first, Janie, or me? Okay, yeah. My first question for you is um what are you most grateful for? Oh, my most grateful is definitely the people around me. Um I think we're very similar in that we both really value community and our family and friends is so important to us. But like, yeah, I'm absolutely an extrovert. I like to be around people all the time. So if everything else were to go, I think the people would be like the most important to me. So yeah. Would you yeah. say? No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. My family and friends for sure. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um my question to you is what is the activity that makes you feel most like yourself? Um, I would say definitely writing mm-hmm. of some sort. I used to I used to write some poetry, um, but I haven't written in a while. Um, 
but then also I've done like newspaper articles and stuff and it's quite nice actually um a student newspaper that we write for they kind of let us kind of choose like whatever topics we want to write about yeah. like we can just they have some they have really good ones that we can choose and like we can pitch our own and stuff yeah um so definitely because I'm always writing about something I'm interested in um and I'm also just like sat like feeling very like I don't know like a very like journalism yeah. e um, like being able to like write about it like research it write yeah. it like put put this kind of story together mm-hmm. um so I just and honestly like I would sit be sitting there for like two hours and the time will just fly yeah um so yeah definitely writing yeah um I've been really enjoying yeah definitely yeah. Well, how about you? No, I think we're completely similar on that basis. Yeah. No, I absolutely love writing. But I think the type of writing, it maybe depends. I absolutely love newspaper writing. But I think essays is maybe my favourite form because I think uh, I'm quite, interesting. like, a long thinker. <laughs> yeah. So I think it doesn't have to be, like, an academic essay, but just, like, long-form writing where you can really reflect and also, like, process my own thoughts knowing that it doesn't have to be read by a certain audience, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't have to write it in a certain way so that it can be appreciated by certain people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, next one is, what is your love language? Ooh. So just just reminding you, the five different love languages are um, quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and what's the last one? Gifts. Gifts, yes. Yeah. Yeah. G- yeah. Gifts giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. What would you what would you say is your love language? I think it's two combined. It's quality time and words of affirmation because I love to spend time with the people that I love. I don't like sitting on my own too much, but I also love writing and like the written word to tell my friends I love them. So like a birthday card, you will get an essay <laughs> a birthday card because I think it's so nice to be able to just express your love for your friends in that way. So yeah, how yeah. about you? I'd say mine is definitely quality time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I like, I mean, I like spending time with people anyway. Yeah. Um, but I always like, you know, like to make, like I, if I haven't seen someone in a while, like I always want to like, you know, like meet up and like catch up and yeah. stuff like that because I just like, that's my way of kind of trying to make people feel like, I like show yeah. them that I value them. Absolutely. Um, by kind of saying like, I know we haven't seen each that's other in a while, but I still want to, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I still want to spend that time together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say probably quality time is quite Absolutely. an important one for me. Yeah. Um, my next question to you is, if you had to give a TED talk tomorrow, what topic would you choose? <laughs> Oh, you're putting me on the spot a little bit <laughs> here. Um, how'd you get a TED talk tomorrow? Um, I'd probably do like I think something that I've to be fair that I've written about in my school newspaper in the past, um, kind of about like beauty standards mm-hmm. in society. Um, it, and I think that's such a like I mean it probably sounds like a bit of a basic topic um, but I think there's so like so many like people I know especially like you know like my girlfriends yeah. are so like insecure about the way they look um, based on like completely like socially constructed like Values, ideas yeah. of do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and even like there's so many different like it, there's so many different ways that it like can like play out yeah um and so I think just yeah. kind of like unpicking like, you know, like, you know, the, the whole thing is a social construction yeah. and just, I don't know, kind of, um, yeah, just, I don't know, like, cause I don't think it's stuff that people consider that much. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of more of a like, oh, this is the norm. Like, yeah. I don't fit the norm or I fit this norm, but I don't yeah. fit this norm. But actually, like, yeah, it's all very subjective. Yeah, and kind absolutely. Of, yeah. 
no I can totally see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> how about you um I think mine would be on something I always speak about but like direct <laughs> democracy and uh, like yes, bringing yeah. com- your community uh, to life um, I guess I'll do it in like cooperation with climate change because what is good for the climate is usually good for the community and the people so like community gardens and like green uh, green urban spaces and I guess just like because I don't I remember we ever mentioned before like the loss of the third spaces so like originally we had church oh, yes, work yeah. and then home whereas now like religion's kind of declined we we lack like a community centre so I think I would love to do like a project on how you can reaccess that third communal space in life so that's yeah, yeah that's very good I'd be interested to hear it <laughs> um, now my third question is what is the best way to comfort you ooh I, I literally do think it's quality time again. Sorry to bring <laughs> yeah. it back to time, but I think like the best comfort for me is like distraction okay. and yeah. spending time with people and having fun and laughing and like mm. uh, just knowing that they're there yeah. and that they've chosen to be with me for that time. I think yeah. that's like super comforting and also like obviously a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's com- and food? Eating yeah. Food is my biggest ultimate comfort. Anybody yeah. who knows me knows that food is literally everything to me. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about definitely. you? Um, I think definitely like spending time with people. I quite like to talk things through. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't like to feel like I'm like, you know, like burdening people with yeah, it. Absolutely. So yeah. it's very much like I, I'm quite lucky to be fair because I've got so many people around me that never make me feel like that mm. and that I can always just talk through. So I think definitely for me, um and because I'm quite like um I'm quite like a talkative person in mm. the sense that like I won't necessarily like um and I always yeah, I always say also that I'm like a awful oversharer. <laughs> um so like I'm not like Necessarily, if I know something's bothering me, I know I need to talk about it, yeah. then I will. Yeah. Um, which is, to be honest, I think I'm quite lucky to be able to do as well. Yeah. Um, so I think definitely, yeah. Yeah, that would I be think a good I, way. Yeah, I like to talk things out as well. Yeah. But I think like once I know it's the, out, like, yeah, just the comfort of being with people I love. Yeah. yeah. My final one for you, Janie, is: um, Are you hopeful for the future of society? Because I know we talk a lot about being pessimistic about politics and stuff. I think in terms of like identity politics I guess mm-hmm. would it come into that like all the kind of like um, you know people like embracing kind of um, individuality and kind of like um, like kind of be- there being more awareness in society of different identities yeah. and kind of also trying to like I mean just like we were talking about like the Golden Globes like trying to fit that into like mainstream kind of media yeah. culture politics mm-hmm. um, I think definitely that so like I think that hopefully we will see like more women in politics like you know we'd see um, like more diverse like um, people like at um, music awards I mean to be fair even like the Emmys I think it was had like the highest number of um, non-white and LGBTQ plus yeah. um, winners so I think in terms of that I'm hopeful mm-hmm. Um but in terms of politics, I think it's a bit like the trends we're seeing at the moment um, with people increasingly voting for like nationalist. Yeah. Nationalist depends, populist leaders. Yes, yeah. um, so they're kind of just for very, very quick context. Uh, people who try and like appeal to um, groups that are viewed as like marginalized mm-hmm. in society. Um, and an example that we keep coming back to, which sounds good on paper, yeah. 
But the example we keep coming back to is Donald Trump, yeah. who basically appealed to like the working class Americans yeah. saying, um, like saying like, oh, like the immigrants are like taking our jobs because um, they always try and present like a foreign kind of alien yeah. um, in, in inverted commas yeah. um, to, as like an opposition to this group. Yes. So I think that definitely like in terms we were looking at this in terms of like globalization is really like make like like increasing like the amount of anti-immigrant sentiment there yes, is and like yeah. people are so much more like oh um we want to keep our like individual culture yeah. like we don't want to and i think in terms of that um it's a bit concerning yeah, it's a bit worrying, um, yeah. that people that, that, bit. That, that, <laughs> that's like people are kind of becoming less like i don't want to say like less liberal because that's like such a big term but like less um inclined towards like um, left-leaning parties. Yeah, yeah. left-leaning parties, and they're kind of being more, more and more like taken in by mm. like these kind of right-wing populist figures like Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. Um, so in terms of that, I don't have much hope unless we can kind of yeah. see different trends. Uh-huh. I mean, you see, it's different in different parts of the world yeah, as well. Absolutely. Like places like Poland, like with mm. their elections, was looked a lot more positive. Yeah. Um, but then you've got. So, but then obviously, like Argentina. Yeah, places yeah. like Argentina. Um, where <laughs> it's just yeah, exactly. So it depends where you look in the world, but yeah. I would say the general trend is not wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. How about you? Um, I think for me, politics it is more than just an interest. It's like a moral project. I think it's something that you like have to have hope um, because any social movement throughout history has always necessitated like an amount of optimism that the system can change and I think that's like always necessary when you're approaching politics to have some hope that things can improve but it's also you have to admit and look at the structure that things can also yeah. be terribly wrong and like I think with like neoliberalism and the decline of democracy that we're seeing right now is really scary because yeah. it feels like there used to be an element that the people always had control but now it's like the corporations have control and it's like how much what how much can we do to regain power nowadays which is yeah. a bit scary but I do think that for me like it's always so important to have that hope that people do have power and they do have uh, the ability to make change even in like boycotting and things like this so yeah That's so sweet and yeah you're right we definitely should still have hope mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes no well yeah thank you very much for joining us um and we hope this little introduction episode kind of gives you um a sense of who we are and what we're about um and we hope you choose to keep listening yeah and next week we're going to be covering the hot topic of whether miss swift is a feminist so taylor swift everything about her and can she really align with feminism uh so yeah tune into that one especially if you're a swifty yeah absolutely (laughs) um okay well thank you for listening Bye. bye